want to have a conversation about and this fascinates me the the whatever you want to call it the re-emergence the i know people get angry if we say back to normal but in reality that's kind of what it is as of october 1st right saturday the last remaining rules for travelers in and out of canada will be gone we've talked about that that means as far as COVID 19 public health restrictions in place in this country there are none right so back to normal okay let's say it but when it regards to going back to the workplace it's not normal a lot of places are not going back to normal and they've made a conscious decision not to they liked some of the things that happened over the course of the pandemic it made sense but it's an adjustment and there are definitely some issues so let's get into that and why it's happening who's sort of driving it we're going to chat with um alona doherty now uh who is the managing director of the youth and innovation project at waterloo university did i say that correctly alona you did excellent good okay um so we're talking primarily about young people really sort of redefining what it means to be part of the canadian workforce right yes indeed yeah young people often tend to be the ones who are pushing forward change thinking about things in a new way and that can make some of us uncomfortable certainly um but yeah they often are the ones driving change and what's it about it's not about necessarily how much they're getting paid it's it's about a balance right having a work-life balance Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, I've certainly felt that with with, um, young employees who worked with me in in our work, that there's really this desire to not see work as everything, which I think certainly I'm kind of on the edge of Gen X and maybe maybe an elder millennial, as they're called. And (laughs) uh, and I think with my my generation, both of those generations, you know, this kind of hustle culture yep. and the sense that work was everything was was what we assumed. And certainly with newer, you know, these younger generations. So we have Generation Z and then the youngest ones right now are Generation Alpha. Um, we're seeing this desire for mental health and well-being really being um, their primary thing that they're worried about. Yeah, and they're not messing around, right? Like if they can't find it, they're gone. They will leave. We've seen this this great mass resignation throughout the pandemic. Indeed. And certainly I think we've seen that across generations. It's not just Gen Z. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I really love about this generation is they're not willing to put up with it and good for them. You know, I think I think I wish I had been brave enough (laughs) when I was younger to say, no, you know, this isn't right. I would like something different and really fight for it. So it's great. What is it? Can you define what it is they're looking for? We say work life balance. Okay. well, what does that mean? So I think we've raised this generation, and that's something we need to really recognize, is it's the the parents of these young people that have really set the stage for what these young people are like. And I think they're incredible. They're emotionally intelligent. They recognize the importance of mental health. And so they that's what they want to prioritize. And honestly, we live in a context with you know, whether it's extreme weather events or whether it's the pandemic, that is really stressful. <laughs> and so not only have we raised them to understand that mental health is important, but also they're living in a context that's really stressful. So they that's what they want. They want to be able to prioritize their mental health and their physical health and have that be number one and everything else comes after that. And it's great. We should all be doing that. You know, you're, you're right. And I got a text from a listener saying, I'll never understand this whole work-life balance concept. You literally only work eight hours out of a 24-hour day. No, that's not true, right? And you may actually only be in the building eight hours a day if you're lucky. But in a lot of cases, you never really stop working. You don't disconnect. That's a lot of what this is about. 
certainly. It's about that. It's also about recognizing, you know, and we hear this often, is you don't quit a job, you quit a boss. Right? Yeah, yeah. We have some pretty, you know, terrible practices when it comes to management, um, you know, where we're not actually treating people very well. So I think this young generation is not putting, not being, not willing to put up with that. And that's, you know, when you have a terrible boss, it's extremely stressful, right? So again, you might leave the building, but you're, you're not leaving behind that, that, uh, those experiences and how that made you feel. So those are certainly some of the things um, that young people are are really concerned about and, and want to see changed and are willing to, again, vote with their feet. You're, you make a good point, though, because if, if, if you're the boss, like you're talking about, you can also, um, you can... You can use that to your advantage because if you're a good boss and you can meet some of these needs and work with this and create that environment, well, now you're somebody that you're building loyalty and you're building an employee base that actually want to be there for you. Exactly. It's got to be on both sides, right? We talk about loyalty from the employee, but the employer also needs to be loyal to their employees. And, you know, we have seen a decline in that this young generation is more likely to be in precarious work than any older generation. We also see credential inflation. So this idea that a job that you only used to need high school for now requires like 15 PhDs, (laughs) right? So, and you don't actually need that, those credentials to do the job. It's just, you know, a way that, that folks are kind of, um, uh, you know, eliminating people from, from who they're considering from the, for the job. So, so again, lo- young people are feeling a lack of loyalty from employers, um, yeah. and that needs to change. And, yeah, young people want folks who are open-minded, curious, willing to listen to them, willing to work collaboratively with them, and really recognize their unique abilities. Um, we like to say in our work that young people are the innovation engine of companies, and they should be really seen as that, as the, the ones who are going to challenge the status quo. And so bosses need to start recognizing those incredible talents. Yeah, because it's not like they're aging out or going away. That's the future. That is the workforce for the next 30, 40, 50 years. So you better deal with it on their terms. Well, and I would also say that there's going to be other generations coming up. And the reality is we all have to be comfortable with change. And we have to be willing to be uncomfortable when a young person challenges us and makes us think in a different way. So it's not just, okay, get used to Gen Z, you know, or Gen Z. It's what what we need to do is get used to being more flexible, more open, more collaborative uh, in the workplace, because that's how you cope with change. It makes perfect sense. Alona, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. It was my pleasure. Take care. It's Alona Doherty, who is the Managing Director of the Youth and Innovation Project at Waterloo. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.